Alright, welcome to the show. It's episode 288 of Kicking It With The King. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Gabriel Hernandez joining you here live. It is September 6, 2020. Wow, I'm going to say yes. Already fucking September. Jesus Christ, where is 2020 gone? Then again, I can only imagine probably 99.9% of the fucking world probably wants 2020 to be gone as well. 2020 can't come soon enough. What's up, guys? It's good to be back here. I know I'm late. I'm sorry. I usually come back on Fridays, and it is a Sunday, but what better day to do it rather than usually generally Friday and Sunday? But not Saturday, because if we're talking about fights and shit like that, and they're on Saturday, it doesn't really make sense to talk about them on Saturday, because if you look at some of the other podcasts and stuff, they preview it earlier in the week, and then you get to It's Fight Week, and then you get to the weigh-ins, and then you get to the fight on there, so, you know, I kind of just thought, like, unless we're not, unless we're doing something completely different on the show, I don't think there's a point to do it on Saturday, unless we're doing multiple podcasts, or something else comes up, or, you know, just... We're not talking about the fights when it comes down, but anyways, like I said, welcome in, guys. It's good to be back better late than never. Sunday morning, as always, um, a lot of you guys are either sleeping or in church celebrating Christ every single Sunday. All right, guys, <laughs> enough of that. Anyways, like I said, before we begin this glorious one-man show from top to bottom, follow us on social media at Pod as well as Instagram at KWTKPod as well. G the King Official on Instagram and uh, GT King Official on Twitter. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you all for uh, listening to the show. Um, get some positive feedback. Got a few more people uh, interested listening into the show. And I appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody. Appreciate all the support that we've been getting on the show, ladies and gentlemen. So like I said, sit back relax we got a great show planned a little bit high before we started the show today <laughs> no not really not not completely at least like um oh my god first things first so so you know i like to walk a lot if you guys know me you know that i like to walk i'm very active very physically active loads of energy just you know constant gas tank so i like to do a lot of different things right and you remember what I used to say, I mean, I said like a few months ago during quarantine and stuff that I was going out and I was walking and I was bike riding. Well, today, to be honest with you guys, it was the first day that I um, took the bike out for at least like at least 15 minutes. I know, 15 minutes. What are you going to do? Break a little sweat. No, I needed the bike to go to the store real quick and get something to drink because I'm fucking thirsty over here and it's hot as fuck. And I haven't stayed hydrated as much the last few days, not because of any specific reason, just because I've been so active and so busy. And sometimes, you know, when you're not fucking dying of thirst, it's like if your head's not hurting or anything like that, you, you know, some people drink juice or do drink other liquids and stuff, but... Now, if you're not freaking dying, some people just don't drink water. I know a lot of people that don't like to drink water, but it's funny. As I said, I don't like to drink, uh, a lot of people don't like to drink water. I actually have a, a water bottle right in front of me because I was going to drink it because I'm fucking absolutely thirsty. And what I was going to say about it, it's Jesus, it's like fucking 80 degrees outside. Oh, my God. I went out there for like a, a nasty heat wave. I came home. I was just like, oh, my God. It's so fucking hot. It should be illegal to be this hot, this early and stuff, but... Um, I don't know, yesterday night, um, while I was at work, I was, um, I was, I went outside, I, I stuck my head out the window for a second, and it smelled like straight fire again, so I don't really know, like, too much about the fires or anything like that, because social media, or my phone hasn't really told me too much, or I really haven't looked too deeply into it, but, yeah, man, it's so fucking hot, dude, we always, you notice how we always do that, we always start to show off, talking about the motherfucking weather, 
fly to be like a weatherman or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the weather here. What the fuck kind of weather is it? 79 degrees. Oh, my God. Eight, yeah, 80 degrees exactly. Um, Monday is set to be 111. Tuesday is set to be 105. Wednesday set to be 100. Oh my god, it just killed me throughout all these entire days. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. But anyways, guys, let's begin the show. Um, like I was saying, uh, we don't really talk about fight stuff too much if we do stuff on Saturday, but we're on Sunday, so that brings us to say that what an impressive performance by one Alistair Overeem, 40 years young, still doing the damn thing, man. Almost could arguably be on a five fight winning streak, as a lot of people, other people had, you know, kind of thought. You know, he's beating Jarzino Rosenstrike. He got caught the last second. Uh, kind of a weird stoppage. You know, at the, right at the end, you know, five seconds left. He was in route to winning. And what better way, man? If you look at it, four fight win streak. I mean, the wins over Alexi Olenek, Walt Harris, Augusto Sakai. Who's the last guy that Alistair beat? There was one more person. Let's take a look at his resume, because what he's been, what Alistair Overeem has been able to accomplish throughout his entire UFC career has been absolutely incredible. Not just his entire UFC career, his entire MMA career, his kickboxing. You know, he he's he's been fighting for over a decade, mm, for over twenty years, if I'm not mistaken. He started, he debuted back in 1999. Yeah, that's over twenty years. So I'm. Um, 24, 1996, so four years after I was born, Alistair Overeem, I was four when Alistair Overeem made his debut, um, alright, let me see, oh, pull up Alistair Overeem's Wikipedia, no, I'm trying to think, it was Walt Harris, Augustus Sakai, I don't know, my fucking mind just all over the fucking place. <laughs> Alright, let me fucking just pull this shit up. And he gets a finish, too. It's not a unanimous decision win. It wasn't one-sided. Oh, I mean, one In a way, it's kind of like, you know, it was a... Uh, what is it? Never mind. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Okay, so look at his wins. Look at it. So we've got 25 wins by knockout, 47 wins total, 17 wins by submission, 5 by decision, losses 18, 14 by knockout. I mean, obviously, you look at the career he's had. There's been a lot of you know high-level strikers he's fought. Um, one win by one loss by submission, three losses by decision. And one by no one no contest. Um, let me see. Let me pull up this Wikipedia. Here we go. Okay, Augusto Sakai, uh, Walt Harris. Oh, okay, so he's only on two fight win streak. Sorry, I correct myself. You know, he arguably could have been on a five fight win streak. But if you look at um his his last two his last two losses before the Jarzinho Rosen strike fight, he um lost to Curtis Blades and Francis Ngannou. Both by TKO or by KO, Francis Ngannou, famous freaking uppercut from hell. Then he comes back after beat after losing to Curtis Blades, beats for Sergey Pavlovich, Alexei Olenek. Then obviously he has a hiccup against Jarzino. Then you know comes back, beats Walt Harris, beats Augusto Sakai. I think it's just because the reason why I said he was on like a four or five fight win streak is because we feel like he was. If you look at that um, 
99.9% of people that watched that Jarzinho Rosenstrike fight probably thought that Alistair won that fight. I guarantee you he won that fight. You know, MMA is crazy. Anything can happen. And, you know, shit happens in the sport. And it's unfortunate sometimes. Let me get a drink because I've been dying to drink some water. If you want a ratio of how fast I drink water, or how fast I drink water, you know like the 30 packs of the water you get at the store, you know, supermarket, gas station, wherever you go, you know those? I drink like 90% of the whole thing, like the very bottom part where the creases are, where you know, you set the bottle down, the little folded parts on the bottom, I drink it all but that, I was fucking thirsty. Ugh. Well anyways, like I said, I was serving wins. Against a young and up and comer, Augusto Sakai, obviously number eight ranked. But still, you know, Augusto Sakai is not a household name in the division or a household name towards people, casual people, or people that, you know, you know, obviously people knew who Alistair Overham is. You know, that big fight he had against Brock Lesnar back in 2011. Oh, man, that was crazy. I still remember trying to get YouTube clips of it because. I was too young at the time, and I didn't. It couldn't, I, I wasn't even of age. I was underage, so I wasn't even able to really, um, you know, pull up UFC or anything. I when I watched it on my iPod and stuff and looked at shit, but um, you know, I wasn't able to like you know stream pay per view or watch it or ESPN Plus didn't exist back then, so uh, I wasn't able to really do that. But you know, everyone's known Alistair Overeem as this on the side of. Um, Augusto Sakai, I mean, some, you know, casual fans may not know who he is, he's very talented, very hard-hitting, a very tough guy, you know, a lot of people had him winning, you know, a lot of the rounds, Derek Lewis said, you know, that Alistair won four of the rounds, but, um, you know, what's crazy is I didn't actually, I watched the highlights and stuff, you know, ESPN MMA and uh, UFC does a very good job of posting the highlights on Twitter and stuff, and I was busy yesterday night during fight nights, I'm always busy now, ladies and gentlemen, so... You know, I don't have to always talk about them in the morning or, um, you know, late night. But, you know, early morning, I prefer early morning rather than talking about them at a late night. Because, you know, after a long-ass day, not every, no one wants to sit down for an hour or so. You know, there's been, like, a couple times where I've done this show, and I've been fucking tired as fuck. And there was, like, one episode that I did that I was just like, oh, my God, I can't, I'm falling asleep. What am I fucking talking about? Someone help me out here. And then again, it's only been me. It's been me since 2015, so... Um, yeah, it was fucking insane, dude. <laughs> yeah, I passed out. I passed out. And I was not really passed out, but like... You know, it's like... Huh? What? What? Oh. Uh, you know, like someone wakes you up, or you're like half half, half ass asleep and stuff. Um, that's kind of what it was like. Yeah, I prefer early morning podcasts more than a late night one anyways, because we've done, we've done podcasts at like 5.30 in the morning before, so fuck off. So, now, drum roll, please. Who should Alistair Overeem fight next? Big question. I've, I've seen a couple options, okay? Um, Curtis Blades, no. Derek Lewis, however, is an interesting, fun fight. However, Derek Lewis is booked against Alistair Overeem's teammate, Curtis Razor Blade. So, if Derek Lewis is successful against Curtis Blades, which I, I, I think it's the opposite. Curtis Blades is going to destroy Derek Lewis. Not meaning destroy anything can happen, but, you know, 
on paper, that's a bad matchup for Curtis. Uh, uh, not Curtis, excuse me, Derek Lewis, because of the heavy wrestling, the pace, and, you know, the overall improved striking. I would say on the side of Derek Lewis, he has a lot more of a power, at least on the feet. But, you know, Curtis gets you down and lands some of those vintage ground-and-pound elbows like he used against Overeem and, you know, just the nasty striking he had. I mean, he stopped Junior Dos Santos on the feet, so what's to stop him from Derek Lewis? Stopping Derek Lewis on the feet, but you know, got to give credit to Derek Lewis as well for where where the credit is warranted, because Derek Lewis can stop the fight on the feet too, and he has solidly improved his grappling defense and stuff. Obviously, Cormier had his way with Derek Lewis, but overall, you know, Derek Lewis is real good of exploding, getting off off his back. But you know, a guy that applies that constant pressure, man, wrestle all day and night, train all day and night in wrestling. There's just some people's wrestling that you can't stop. Look at the guys who train for Khabib. I guarantee you, they're sweating in day in and day out, bleeding, you know, hurting, exhausted, and still have no chance against Khabib. Similar to how I feel about people with, when they fight a guy like Curtis Blades. But yeah, Alistair Overeem, you know, I like the Overeem versus uh, Curtis, uh, not or, uh, Curtis Blades fight. No, they already fought. I like the Overeem versus Derek Lewis fight. That makes the most sense to me. I mean, they've been calling each other out for quite some time. I mean, Overeem calls them hot balls and stuff. And, you know, Overeem's a veteran of the game, man. He's a re very respected guy. Very nice. Very classy. Very respectful. You know, but, you know, all all that goes aside when he steps inside the octagon. I mean, he's brutal. I mean, Overeem's nasty knees and the clinch. His Muay Thai clinches, you know. <laughs> well, you guys remember that story that uh, Mike Goldberg had said on one of, when he's calling one of Overeem's fights. He was talking about how they K1 banned or something, like, you know, the Muay Thai clinch or something because Overeem would just grab guys. And, or Joe Rogan said that. You know, he was like, yeah, he would just grab people and smash them. Yeah, but, like, for the longest time, you know, it was was escaping Overeem's nasty clinch. Not in Dream, not in K1, not in Strike Force. I mean, Overeem's just been blitzing people and destroying people throughout the years. You know, obviously, like I said, it comes in the UFC, the old USADA era comes, but guess what, motherfuckers? That could have been the best thing to happen. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't, you know, he's adapted his style. He's fought in four different generations of amazing fighters. He started fighting back in 1999, and yeah, has over... 60-something-plus fights, man. He's, I mean, some are even on record. Well, Overeem's, Overeem's a fucking fantastic striker. I mean, that was crazy, man. That that whole... I mean, he's still doing it in 2020. And arguably, like I said, a lot of, peop a lot of people's eyes, more than one, have him on a five-fight winning streak. And, you know, like I said, he's still winning in 2020, putting, him again, putting away young contenders. And, you know, when you fight a guy like Overeem for a guy like Augusto Sakai, he'll definitely be back better than ever. But, you know... Right now, you, you, you got the old veteran, the old lion coming in to humble some of these younger guys. And, you know, that's exactly what Overeem did. And, and that's exactly what I think he continuously will do. Um, that brings me to go and try to re-answer the question I asked you guys earlier about who we should fight next. If, in a perfect world, if, you know, Derek Lewis and um, Curtis Blades are booked. I don't know. Uh, who, who is there right now? There's really... Heavyweight division's very, uh, you know, no, no, not Francis Ngannou. Francis is waiting for a title shot. You know, maybe over if Overeem wants to get one more in this year or just wait till next year. I don't know what, what his plans are. I have to watch the, uh, I didn't see the post-fight interviews or anything like that. But, you know, maybe see what Overeem wants to do and maybe have him take on the winner of Blades versus, no, I, I don't know. That didn't really make sense. You know, he already fought Blades. Um, let me take a look at the heavyweight top ten. Yeah, there's really no I mean, a junior to post doesn't. Mm, he already beat him. Um, junior
Jr. DeSantis is coming off of a loss. Oh, better yet, how the fuck can I um, get through this? But, you know, another option was another fight with Darcy Neil Rosenstrike. I mean, Overeem's the kind of guy, I mean, I don't, has he had any rematches in the UFC? Yeah, he has. He has the, Fer the Fabricio Verdum rematch, I think. Yeah, that was, I think that was a rematch. I I'm pretty sure. He's had multiple rematches in his career. He had a couple fights with Chuck Liddell. I think he fought Noguera as well, too, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, so any rematches as of late is what I should have said. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a, a fight with Jarzino the road makes perfect sense. You know, out of that, he would have been on five-fight winning streak if not for that weird shit, weird stoppage. You know, four minutes and 57 seconds of the last round, and a fight over him was clearly... Winning 99.9%. I don't care what you say. 99.9%. He was outclassing Jarzinho. And, you know, without a referee and without any of this bullshit rules and stuff or a clock, over him would have won that. But then again, it's on points. And if you look at that one big punch by Jarzinho, he split over his lip open, dropped them. And, you know, it's better that he didn't continue on. But then again, there's only three seconds left. So. You know, that would have made a huge impact on the judges. But at the end of the day, I thought Overeem probably would have won that by unanimous decision. So, like I said, Jarzinho Rosenstrike, rematch, two, number two. Sign me up because it makes the most sense, dude. Over uh, Jarzinho is coming off of a big win, too. Overeem's coming off of a couple wins in a row. Jarzinho, you know, if he wants to right the wrong and really prove that he's a superior fighter, fight Overeem again. Then, then again, a lot of people, I mean, I thought that Jarzinho, you know, when I first talked about Jarzinho and Alistair, I had thought that, you know, even though Jarzinho had uh, maybe like 2% of what Overeem's MMA experience has, he still has phenomenal kickboxing experience. Jarzinho's still very exciting, very phenomenal, very talented, and very decorated kickboxer. Very fantastic. A lot of nasty power. Very quick on his feet. I mean, from Surinam. If you guys don't know what Surinam is, Google it. That's what Google's for, bitches. All right, but yeah, it's an interesting fight. Um, you know, Overeem's adapted his style throughout the years, you know. You can't, I mean, even <laughs> Overeem, when he's absolutely shredded to the to the teeth, you know, I don't think that that version of him would have even done that well, even if there wasn't an USADA, maybe. But, you know, if he was applying the skills that he had, you know, kind of like the, hey, who knows, actually, thinking about a brainstorming, you look at the way Vitor performed, you know, the wins he had against Dan Henderson, the one, the head kick knockout, and the knockout over Bisping, and, you know, the spinning heel kick from hell. He landed on Luke Rockhold. Tell me, tell me yet again, has Vitor done that in a while? Mm, hold on. We should hear a little cricket in the background. Ooh. Or owl. Ooh, 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 ooh. Nope. You have not seen Vitor throw those crazy-ass kicks or anything, or any of those wild-ass techniques that he's been doing. Not saying that he was doing anything. Obviously, it was pretty noted that he was doing a lot of TRT and stuff. And, you know, noticeably over him as well. But, you know, like I said, he hasn't done it in a while since the USADA's come in. He's passed all his tests. And on top of that, he's a perfect example of that. You don't need those to cheat. You don't need those to win. And it was just it was just allowed. It was just there. You know, people do it if it's there. If the drug's there, I'll do it. But I'm not going to buy it or anything. That's like the motto. If there's cocaine at a party or weed at a party and you're not familiar with it, or you don't go and fucking buy it all the time, there's just, like, this saying, like, dude, if it's there, I mean, I'll get it, I'll try it, but I'm not a type of guy that go there go there and do something else along those lines afterwards. So, like I said, Jarzina Rosenstrike, 
from rematch. I mean, then, um, how about Ovin St. Peru with that beautiful fucking knockout? I mean, that hook he landed was probably, I think it was the same hook he used to knock out Shogun, but he sleeps Alonzo Menafield very, very quickly. And, ooh, wow. That, that shows you that that dude has still got some fucking fight in that take. Not saying that he, he's losing it. But, you know, it's weird when he went up to heavyweight to take on Ben Rothwell and he lost that one. And, you know, he kind of was a, you know, he's not really like a, he wasn't like a gatekeeper in that division at light heavyweight. I think everyone at that point in time, when John Jones is at the top, here we go talking about John Jones again. Um, I think everybody at the top um, and at 205 pounds was pretty much in the same position. But, yeah, over the St. Peru gets the win. He looked absolutely amazing. I mean, look at that. That's got to be crazy to sleep a guy like Menafield. I mean, look at the fucking body that Menafield has. He looks like a Greek god. I mean, he, he took him out. Let me see. Let me pull up over some Wikipedia real quick. Damn, that was amazing. Um, it's unfortunate that the card was only a drop down to seven fights, but uh, you know it was you know better. You know we got two of those. Ovin St. Pru says he wanted to get COVID nineteen two months ago to get it in and out of his system. That's a interesting way to look at it, I guess. I mean, look at his wins of Corey Anderson too. He slept Corey Anderson as well. Um, yeah, he's, he's coming off of a, a, a split decision loss to Ben Rothwell. It was a heavyweight fight. And then before that, beat Michael Olia Lanza, uh by submission Von Fluchoke for a performance of the night. And his return to light heavyweight, which was yesterday, a performance of the night. Amazing fucking knockout. Jesus Christ. And then, obviously, like I said, he's, he's coming off of maybe he arguably could be on a three-fight winning streak. And, uh, but then, other than that, you know, his two losses um, back in 2019 and 18, the Reyes loss was, like, technically a KO. Or, you know, a loss. And a uh, submission rear naked to Nikita Krylov in 2019. April 13, 2019. So, he beats Alonzo Menafield. Um, dude, Alonzo Menafield is a fucking big, big fucking guy, dude. He's coming off two losses in a row. And other than that, I mean, um, uh, I did not know that. He won, Alonzo Menafield won on Dana White's Contender Series 3 in 2017. And he went to fight in LFA 28 and 33. And, you know, he won both those fights. He's undefeated, obviously, until he came into the UFC. His only losses are to Devin Clark and uh, Owen St. Pru. Two different ways. You know, he was just finished for the first time in his entire career yesterday. And then, obviously, lost to Devin Clark. Completely gassed out in that fight. That was crazy. But, yeah. Um, Owen St. Pru gets the job done. Let's take a look at the UFC light heavyweight rankings. Take a look and see what we got. While that's loading, I'm going to take a drink. And first things first, as always, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, 
hosting and distributing your podcast. It's Spotify, ladies and gentlemen, sister app of Spotify, same creators of Spotify. Um, Joe Rogan just famously moved to Spotify with Inc. that $100 million deal. Joe Rogan's episodes are now on Spotify, as can be yours if you sign up with Anchor. Anchor is easy to use. It's a simple one, two, three-step process. You sign up, you create an email account, you create a passcode, you get your iOS device or Android tablet, whatever it is you need to use to record your podcast. And like I said, simple, easy steps. It allows you to distribute your podcast to multiple platforms with the touch of a button iTunes, Spotify, Overcast. Like I said, I got this podcast streamed on Alexa, Amazon Alexa. Someone streamed the show on Amazon Alexa a, a while back, too, so so can you. Um, anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod to start your own podcast. Or, you know, like I said, stream all of our shows. We have all our shows um, since we started with Anchor available on the Anchor app, and we stay consistent throughout the years, and we continuously will. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to start your own podcast today, you can visit the website directly, www.anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today. Or, like I said, it's 2020. Everybody has smartphones. Pull that shit up in the App Store. Anchor has Anchor's five stars. I was fucked up that last part. Anchor's five stars in the App Store as well as the Google Play market, ladies and gentlemen. So don't waste any time. There's over a million podcasts worldwide so why don't you add to it and continue to make history you get to connect with your fans friends anybody that you care about anyone that cares about you anybody that wants to hear you talk about certain things or you break down certain things as we do on this show for example then you know it's anchor is the app for you one more time www.anchor.fm forward slash motherfucking star all right ladies and gentlemen let's get back into it um how much time are we at so far? Yeah, light heavyweight rankings. Let's pull that shit up, baby. Damn, look at this fucking roster. Okay, we got a light heavyweight. You don't got anybody. All right. Dominic Reyes at number one. Tiago Santos, number two. Jan Blahovic, number three. Glover Teixeira, number four. Rakic, number five. Jerry Prochaka. Excuse me. Volkan Ustamir, number seven. Anthony Smith, number eight. Nikita Krylov, number nine. Misha Serkunov, 10. Johnny Walker, 11. 12. Ryan Spann, Marisa Ru. Ooh, so OSP isn't even in the rankings. Jesus. I did not know that. I thought maybe he would still have a spot in light heavyweight, but no. I don't know if they took him out of the ranks because he moved up to heavyweight or anything, but there should always be a spot for Owen St. Pru. So, I mean, he's at light heavyweight, so. Maybe fight with Alexander Rakic or something. Rakic. You know, obviously, the light heavyweight division is kind of tied up with Dominic Reyes and Tiago Santos. Are, you know, Tiago Santos taking on Teixeira. Teixeira tested positive for Corona. The fight's still going to happen. So, best case scenario, side side note, for people that get the Corona, like over St. Preux said, he wanted to get it in and out of the system. Um, best case scenario, man, these guys are athletes, so they're going to get healthy. Fight gets fights get rebooked. Obviously, they don't seem to be in too much pain or suffering. So obviously, you know their bodies are able to withstand the damages that Corona can do to people with lesser immune systems. So that's a positive. All right, Glover Teixeira, um, Tiago Santos is uh, booked. Dominic Reyes, Jan Blahovic. Um, Alexander Rakic just came off of a big win. Um, if Olven St. Preux really wanted to jump in the middle, he could uh, take on take on that one. Jury Prozakcha. Pra- Pra-Zak- it's a good one. Um, Anthony Smith, 
It's coming off of a couple of losses. Not really exciting. Nikita Kralov beat him already. Misha Serkinov, I don't know what he's doing. Johnny Walker, I don't know what he's doing. Brian, Ryan Spann's good. Um, he's already slept Misha Shogunhua. Magomed Ankalaev at, one, at number 13. Big Paul Craig, number 15 rank. Why don't they have a number 14 ranked? You know what's fucking weird? You know, just notice that. You guys notice that. Look at the light heavyweight rankings right now. So you got one, one through... 13 and after that it's number 15 so i would try to be taking solidifying myself as a number 14 rank why isn't there number number 14 ranked that's weird but anyways like i said open st Pru brings it every single time that he fights and um you know he's, a, he's an amazing fighter um you know a lot, a lot huge power you know obviously it was one of the first people to make john jones look human i guess uh, it was one of the first performances you know not really not really no, he fought against John Jones, but that was the first fight where people were like, ooh, John didn't look as dominant. Rah, 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 rah. Ooh, I know what we can talk about up next. Uh, let me look one one last thing. The UFC returns to Fight Island in September, which is something a lot of people are hoping for because a lot of people testing positive for Corona, and then we literally had it knocked off to seven car seven fights. Let me look. want to see how many fights there was before one and two. There were seven fights on their total. And then after that, we're going to talk about some other upcoming fights and stuff like that. Okay, let me go down. Let me scroll through the, the Instagram and pull that shit up. Ortega versus Korean Zombies recently announced. That's cool. Um, no, they don't have it. They don't have the updated. I guess they didn't update it. But anyways, all right, let's move along. Um. So we got some, we got an extra, interesting and excellent, a lot of different divided opinions about this upcoming fight. It's a big, big, big fight at 170 pounds. Former champion Tyron Woodley takes on former interim champion Colby Covington in a five-round main event. Oh, that shit. Oh, my God. Finally, we get that fight. That's a fight a lot of people have been waiting for before, you know, kind of when Tyron was a champion, but now Tyron's had two losses in a row. It's kind of... It's kind of dimmed the excitement, but not truly, especially if you're not a fan of Colby Covington. I think this fight will be perfect for you. This is going to be the type of fight where people are going to be happy that if Tyron wins. You know, I'm not saying people don't like Tyron. You know, a lot of people don't like him, apparently. I don't know why. He's a fantastic fighter, great commentator, interesting personality, and just overall bad motherfucker with huge power. In his hands and stuff, hands and, and you know, feet too. Tyron's a legitimate fucking nasty fucking power. Guy with nasty ass power. Uh, yeah, so Tyron Willie Colby Covington will, will lock, uh, lock horns together on September 9th. Bad blood main event. Wow, Jesus, poster's sweet. Look at that shit. Colby kind of looks funny. Um, yeah, number two versus number five. That's crazy. Absolutely incre incredible, but damn, yeah, that's an interesting fight, man. Breaking it down, but thinking about, you know, you look at the fantastic wrestling that Colby brings, man. He brings that fantastic wrestling, and you know, constant pace. And if you look at Tyron's last two fights, if you look at Tyron's last two fights, right, they've been very tough. You know, Kamaru Usman fight. He got shut down with wrestling. It's crazy because he's a wrestler and he got shut down by a wrestler. Gilbert Burns actually absolutely put a clinic on him. And he, 
Colby put up one of the very tough fights for Kamar Usman up until he got dropped and got finished. But, you know, arguably he was winning a lot of people's, uh, um, on a lot of people's, uh, what is it? You know, there are a lot of people's scorecards and stuff, and, you know, obviously, like I said, the fight's not over until the referee says it's over or until the judges declare a winner. And, you know, like I said, overall, this Colby skills are absolutely fantastic. Take take the Trump, the Trump shit out. Take all the, the Trump shtick, the shit that he does with Trump and, you know, the gimmick and everything else. You know, who he is online, who he is in person, stuff like that. No, 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 no. Um... You know what I mean? Like, it's, um, take all that away. Remove all that. And you look at the skill set. That's what I challenge people to do that, all right? I challenge you guys to do that. I think, it's, uh, it would be smart for you guys to do that. If you're stu if you're too fucking stupid to take away your hatred for Colby and not appreciate the fight fair, the fight, the fighting part, then I don't know what to tell you. I'm saying I'm ignoring the complete Trump thing. I don't pay attention to it. I don't really care about politics too much personally. I think it's hilarious what Colby's doing. It's getting people to talk about him and it's getting people to tune in, obviously, and either see him win or lose. Left, right, left, right, left, right. People that are Trump supporters probably love Colby. And Colby's have the attention of Eric, Eric Trump and uh, Donald Trump Jr. Obviously, so he's doing something right. Even his first UFC fighter to fucking go to the White House. So who, who the fuck else hasn't? Doesn't matter if you're uh, if it was Trump. I want to go to the White House regardless. I don't give a fuck who the president is. <laughs> so I mean, that guy's been able to accomplish some weird shit in his career. That's for sure. On top of that, he's a phenomenal fighter. So. Um, going up very against a very tough Tyron Woodley. So, you know, Colby can't be playing that little pitter-patter, strike with me, strike with me, you know, that pace in your face wearing, your, wearing you down like he, like he was playing pitter-patter, you know, kind of having a friendly sparring match when, when he fought Kamaru Usman. You can't do that against a guy like Tyron Woodley. You, you do that against a guy like Tyron, Tyron's going to knock you out if he catches you. You can't have lazy punches. Tyron lands on the jaw. That's not gonna be a good turnaround for Colby so Colby's gotta be very careful and really utilize his wrestling in this fight wrestling heavy and I'm at the point you know I'm at this point in my time in my life when it comes to breaking these fights down I'm gonna say what your keys to victory should be and even if they aren't the most impressive even if you have to use more wrestling even if you have to take the guy down hold him there beat him up on the floor you know not make it a little bit more exciting fight at the end of the day who's getting the win bonus the crying bitch baby fans, or the guy fighting on t national television on ESPN Plus, putting his life on the line at, at any second, uh, any time on that fight, in that fight, or in the training room. Hmm? I'll let you guys answer that. I'm an asshole, but I don't give a shit because it's the truth. You, I, you get all these whiny ass people that don't know what they're seeing. You get these people that don't appreciate grappling. Oh. They're humping each other. Oh, I mean, it's, it's basically like along the lines of casual. So if you're a casual, just get the hell out of here. I mean, stylistically, I think it's a bad matchup for Tyron unless Colby is absolutely plays it safe and uses that wrestling. You know, you kind of can't be hit it. Can't be uh, can't play around and get caught by Tyron because, you know, Tyron could easily make a huge mark and come back. And, you know, he'd say he knocks Colby out in the first round or something and say Colby tries to go for a takedown and. You know, Tyron just knocks him out. Or, you know, he tries to 
You know, he gets or he hurts Colby enough to where Colby's shooting in for reckless takedowns. We've seen people do that. We've seen I've seen people get hurt and tagged and they go for the wrestling, you know, wrestling for dear life. Because that's all, you know, they can't stand on the feet. You stand on the feet, you're risking getting knocked out. So, um, obviously, that's a panic button. You know, I, <laughs> that's one of the panic buttons. I mean, I can understand that for sure. Uh, interesting fight. Like I said, um, we'll talk a little bit more about it as it comes closer. I just, I think it's a phenomenal fight. It's a must-win for Tyron Woodley for sure, though. Colby, on the other hand, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Colby loses this one, and, you know, the stock's going to go down a lot more for him, in my opinion. I mean, the people will still love him a lot, for sure. But, um, you know, I'm still resting off the coattails that he had that close fight with Usman up until the ending, and then the stoppage was kind of a little bit of a bullshit stoppage, in a way. But, you know, better safe than never. I mean, he's fighting with a broken jaw, so, you know, it's better better to have the fighter's safety on top of all that, regardless if it's Colby or if there's anyone else and stuff, fighter safety is among the best and the most uh, top priority in the sport. <sighs> Disgusting. Alright, um, anything else? We got anything else here in the show? Um, so pretty much, man, I just, uh, Labor Day, um, pretty much it's been chilling. I um, hope you guys are all enjoying your Labor Day weekend. It's kind of weird because uh, Labor Day weekend is, uh, no, Labor Day is on Monday, and we're celebrating the weekend before it. So technically, the Saturday after this upcoming Monday it would be Labor Day weekend because Labor Day and Monday is the start of the week. If you think about it, right? Am I right? Am I? Am I getting? Whoa. Um, am I getting on something? <sighs> Anyways, guys, let's see. You got any top stories, breaking news? I have an Apple iPhone, so I'm going to look at the news. Okay, we'll start it off. Labor Day gatherings, health warns. Labor Day gatherings, health experts warn against are popping up all over. Well, of course. No shit. Everyone's getting together on these, on these days, getting drunk, getting fucked up, gathering in large crowds. It'll never stop. I mean, people aren't going to stop for some bullshit virus. You die, you die. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, this shit's, this shit's old as hell. Um, my question is, how the fuck are they going to do Halloween? We're already wearing masks, so do we have to wear masks again? Like, we're for the children and anybody else that's going out and doing fucking Halloween, participating in Halloween. I wonder how that's going to work. Thanksgiving, how is that going to work? Like I said, we can't let this virus... I know this is going to sound ignorant, but we can't let this fucking virus stop us from living life. Because I'm done. I'm, I mean, if this is the only year that we have to adjust ourselves for to bullshit, then I'm completely fine with it. I'll be on board just this one time. I mean, I don't know how many more pandemics are going to happen in my entire lifetime, but God forbid. I mean, take it, take it every day as it comes. I'm not going to sit here and think about the future and stuff. But, hey, if this is the one for the, you know, it's like every 10 years or something like that. Or less, or, no, it's been way less than 10 years. But, you know, like, I read something about the pandemic coming every 10 years. And 2020 was the next year for it to come. And better yet, we see what the hell's happened here already. So, uh, I'm sorry, kind of a hit us. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious to see how they're going to do that. I mean, for me, it seems like looking at all the restaurants and stuff and, you know, going around town, I mean, they're open, but they're outside, and, you know, sometimes outside is pretty fucking cool, to be honest, 
unless it's hella fucking hot or some shit like that. I don't want to be sitting outside with no bullshit ass electric fan on the outside blowing stuff on me. Nah, I'm good. I like dining in. I like, you know, sometimes I'll just DoorDash. DoorDash or go to like the taco truck. You guys got taco trucks out there? I don't know, to all the listeners, I don't know which is like where you guys are all from. So, <laughs> do they have taco trucks outside of California? Because when I was in Texas, man, it, oh my God, those fucking tacos were so fucking nasty. You just couldn't enjoy the same kind of vibes. Like, the, the food wasn't nearly as good when it comes to Mexican food. I feel like California has some of the best Mexican food on the planet. Mexican food is probably my favorite. You know, you can get like a big ass fucking super burrito with asada meat, sour cream, cheese, beans, rice, basically everything you get in a burrito. You guys are smart enough to know what goes in there. Sometimes I get extra meat on there too. Mm, like a bean and cheese burrito. Are we high or something like that? Are we hungry here on the show? Is that what we're talking about? Fantastic foods and stuff. Let's take a hit. I feel like the last part of the show, the last leg of the show, we're going to get absolutely fucked up and have a good ass time. Just kidding. I mean, we pretty much covered every single thing. I mean, it's been almost an hour. <laughs> Ooh. It's dizzy. Um, <coughs> Give me a second. I'm over here dying. You didn't witness the first death of a podcast. On a podcast. Um, flavor's pretty good, though. Flavor. Um, What flavor is it? Let me get Let me check. I have the box on my bed. Because, remind you, we're in my room. This is where we do the show and stuff like that. Purple Punch. Indica. This shit was packaged... One day before my birthday, so a couple months ago. Yeah, purple punch is pretty good, dude. I like it. I recommend it. Um, yeah. The funny thing is, like, I went to the store, the, the wheat store. The, it was the other day when I went, and um, they didn't have it. And the, the they didn't have the little cartridges, so I wasn't able to, you know, get the cartridge. I had to get the disposable one. And those ones kind of tended to be a little bit more nerve-wracking for people, considering if they do die before you have the, um, before you get extract all the oil, basically. So if you're a stoner and you smoke, you know that you know what that's like and stuff. So um, yeah, I went and got that one. I had a, I have I have this rule that I've been doing since I go and like when I go and buy these pens and stuff that you know if I get two of them, I'm gonna finish the one first, like a different flavor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that one flavor and then finish that one first rather than baby dosing both of them and, you know, essentially feel like I'm using up one of them faster than the other. So that's what I do on that. But, yeah, anyways, what's next? Uh, Is that it? Is that everything? Just in case we we miss anything. That's really good. California's average caseload of the coronavirus is down. A positive rate is under 5%. 
hospital and ICU rates are down by nearly 25%. One weekend can change all of that. Seriously, don't go to a big party. Wear a mask. Be smart. I know we're tired of COVID-19, but literal lives are at stake. That was uh, from the governor, Gavin Newsom. All right. <laughs> if you're wondering why it's looking nah man nice just pretty easy <laughs> and it's a meme of a guy looking like he's like a, like a skeleton or some shit I'm gonna post that in the group I wonder if I get in trouble for that give me I wanna look at, I wanna post that shit <laughs> gonna let me <laughs> I wonder if I'll get in trouble for doing that there we go fuck it just posted it I posted it in my uh, my group chat or the group chat at work yeah this group chat One guy's seen it already. <laughs> I saw, I'm sorry I had to do that. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Those memes are fucking hilarious, dude. I have, like, thousands. I've I've saved thousands of fucking memes on my on my um phone throughout the years. So when I tell people, like, oh, like, you know, do you have Facebook or do you have Instagram or anything like that? Um, I'm like... Um, oh, she's so cute. Um, I was like, no, basically, like, you know, people say, oh, you have Snapchat, Facebook, and people, like, try to add you and shit, like, no matter where you go, or you go somewhere where there's, like, somebody, uh, like, you know, just, you know, you're at work, or you're with your friends, or you're, you, you're like, oh, do you see my Snapchat? Add me. Sorry, this 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 someone was reacting to that, to that uh, to that. <laughs> oh, I I enjoy making people laugh. That's for sure. <laughs> so I mean, if I can if I can like post some memes or or something that people like, then it makes them smile. Then for sure, I'm doing the job right. I mean, it's 10 people have seen it already. That's just fucking funny as fuck.
fucking gosh. <laughs> okay, now, like, can we do another hour? You think we could do another hour? I think we could go to, like, 11, maybe. Like, long-ass podcast of fun. I just wanted to say thank you to the few individuals in my life that have listened to me without any judgment and have loved me unconditionally. You are so special to me. I know exactly would be hella funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if now's the time for humor though. Some people might get offended here. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this shit's funny. I asked this chick. I'm reading a meme right now, just so anybody knows. I asked this chick why her ex won't leave her alone, and she sent me this picture and hashtagged his soul. I blocked her ass, and she ain't finna have me all in my feelings. So she she takes the picture, right? And she opens her, she has her mouth open like, ah, like she's getting ready to suck on a dick or something. And her mouth's like, you can see his soul, basically. You can see his soul in her mouth. That shit's funny as fuck. <laughs> The dopest people were born between 1980 and 1989. Hey, fuck you. It's 1980 through 1996, motherfucker. Anybody after 1996, sorry, you're not as dope as we are. So fuck you. <laughs> I've done some ter terrible things for money, like getting up early to go to work. <laughs> You think I'm gonna? I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for posting these. No, it's not that they're bad. It's just the group chat's actually a work chat and stuff. And I, I don't know. It's work related. It's not inappropriate. So I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> 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 oh my god, dude. I think I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna chill for a second, man. That's just wild. Oh man, fuck. All right. Um, anything? <laughs> anything else? I was joking, going a whole other fucking hour into that's too damn long. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I don't want to stop though. That's the thing. Fuck that. Fuck that. We're gonna keep going, baby. We're gonna get some extra content here on the show. Part two coming right. Why the fuck is Instagram trying to get me to vote? I don't even know what the fuck to vote for. What the fuck? It says, G the King official. Check your voter registration in California. All active registered voters in California can vote by mail. Also called absentee voting. Register or check your registration and address are correct by August 19th. And you'll automatically receive ballot. How funny would it be to register while on the podcast? I mean, might as well. I mean, I know, I know about the the whole fucking uh, proposition. What is it? Ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety two. What the fuck is it? The the proposition, the proposition, uh, the one about the whole ride sharing and shit. Bitch, if you're messing with ooh, if you're messing with my fucking DoorDash or my Grubhub or whatever the fuck it is, then we're gonna have a problem here. So I'm gonna try to keep it alive as long as we can. You gotta vote yes, I think. But yeah, everybody has.
and some dry ass senses of humor. Look at some more memes. We'll get out of here right after we look at some more memes. I know we've got a while. There's a lot of podcasts. Um, what's tomorrow? Monday? Yeah, Monday. We we, we might we, we might come back for a Labor Day episode of, of Kicking with the King tomorrow for sure because I don't have anything to do with the boarding because it's Labor Day and stuff. So it'll be cool. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Life is like a helicopter. I don't know how to operate a helicopter. <laughs> this is fucking funny. But eh, no, I don't know. There's not really that many memes unless I check the the last account that I the last uh, Instagram account that I uh, follow on Instagram. Then we'll look at some funny ones before the end. Hopefully there's some ones we can read and they're not visually funny because so because this is an audio podcast so you guys will get to like nugget where the I'll oh, oh, say so you guys did not fucking delete that shit they have nine point seven million followers all right here we go <laughs> it says maybe the alcohol addicted to me y'all ever think of that. That's one way to think about it, I guess. Um, it says, me passing someone. You slow, bitch. Me being passed. Okay, Speed Racer. <laughs> I literally say that shit all the damn time. Fucking funny. <laughs> it says, I'm getting too old for 3 a.m. booty calls. If you ain't trying to fuck by 10 p.m., I'm going to sleep. <laughs> this next one, if you hear me laughing already... It's because I'm looking at it before I even fucking say it. It says men will fuck anything. The gender who uses cute says the gender who uses cucumbers, carrots, TV remotes, water bottles, knives, corn, seventeen different toys, and a water faucet to masturbate. <laughs> that's just insane. Uh, that uh, that's not true. That then again, dudes just fuck. We just fuck. But the ladies, they do all these crazy different things, wear all the different fucking outfits, suits, whatever the fuck they use during their little intercourse and stuff like that. Uh, I just be chilling, and all of a sudden my ear go, I don't get it. What's that from? <laughs> twenty twenty can't surprise me now. Twenty twenty Vin Diesel with hair. Vin Diesel with hair. What movie is it? <laughs> Having your temperature checked. How it is. 
how it feels. Your temperature, motherfucker. And this, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. And this dude on there, here's another one. Today I had 800 milligrams of caffeine, exercised for two hours, ate literally 80 pizza rolls, and did a face mask. The line between self-care and self-destruction is the fine one, but God, do I walk it hard, brother. Wow. Anyways, we're for five more minutes because I want to get to an hour flat, and we're going to look at that. All right, we're going to finish this uh, drink, too, as well. Sometimes I forget my I'm 24 and all my friends aren't 18 anymore. And the message says, I don't know if he had told you, but I'm pregnant. He's like, oh shit, what are y'all going to do? He's like, what do you mean? We're married. Whoops, my bad. You know, you forget. People are married. You know, there was this one time I hit up an old ex. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I hit up an old ex once. You know how, you know, like, I know you guys have had this before, but, like, say you're doing, you're, you're with an ex or something like that, and they treat you bad, or, you know, the relationship doesn't go as good because on their side they're treating you like shit or something like that, or, you know, just a bad ex that talks shit or something, or swear that they, they liked you, but they envied you and all this other bullshit, so... Fast forward, you know, you, you get the messages from your ex. Like, they'll add you on Snap or try to talk to you again after you left them for bullshit because they're on some bullshit, right? But you ever get the exes, like, trying to hit you up hit you up again after, like, a few months or after a while? Like, hey, how you been doing? Like, oh, hey, fuck off. <laughs> no, it's like, that. that's quite often. I don't, I don't respond to that stuff, though. I don't, I don't play into those games, so that's like some weird shit. Uh, anyways, is there any more we got? Um, I gotta look at some funny ones. I gotta, look, I gotta find some funny ass memes. I think, I think they, they liked it, so I'll, I'll post another one. Let me see. If we find better memes, I swear we'll go an hour longer. I don't know if I should promise anybody that. I'm gonna <laughs> no. This should be like, oh, that meme you posted was so funny. Ah, ah. Eat, sleep, night shift, repeat. I'm gonna look up some funny ass memes real quick. Uh, I'm just killing time because I want to get us to five. I want us to get us to one hour exactly. All right, we'll do that one hour exactly.
my god. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? They use them. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> I, I don't think I could uh, post that one. You know, all, it's, all these memes are like, oh my god, I can't say it. I'm just gonna blow this fucking thing up with the uh, fucking talk with these memes, bro. These are fucking hilarious. You ever look at memes? I, I sit around and fucking look at memes all the time. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. Alright, anyway, guys, I think that's it. We got, well, we got like 45 seconds left, so, um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod, as well as, uh, Twitter. I just fucking said that. It's KWTKPod, both on Twitter and Instagram. Um, in, uh, Facebook.com slash Gabriel the King Hernandez. Um, G the King Official on Instagram. Please follow G the King Official. GT King official on Instagram. Oh, no, on Twitter. Excuse me, my fucking bad. See, we're really fucked up. We got to get off the show. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, like I said, we'll be back for a Labor Day podcast in the morning. Probably around the same time as well. It's 1021 a.m. Pacific time. Stay safe. Wear your fucking mask. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy our show. We had a lot of fun, especially towards the end. The, the laughing was hella fun, and everything else was quite enjoyable, as we will continue to do. So, um, quickly, let's do some math real quick. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Um, so, I want to see 2020, 20, 2020, subtract 2015. So, we've been doing this show for five years, not six years. So, quick little side note. Five years and counting, ladies and gentlemen, and we will do more years and more years to come. I appreciate you guys for joining us on the show. We'll be back sooner rather than later. This is Gabriel Hernandez signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back sooner rather than later. Don't miss me too much. G the King out, baby. We out of this bitch. Bye, folks. <laughs>